Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello there. Thanks so much for listening to this, the Hoovering podcast. If you're enjoying it, please may tell other people about it. I don't care how you do it. You can use words out loud or you can tell them online. It's just so helpful when you do that. Um, I'm very appreciative of it. Also, every time you rate, review and subscribe to the podcast, I mean, it's just, it's it's doing me a huge favour. So I'm very grateful when you do that. Also, if you are into this podcast and um, you've got a few spare pounds a month, I'm on this amazing website called Patreon where you can swap brilliant prizes like um, recipes from my guests, the chance to have input in the podcast and the chance to kill me for um, a tiny bit of money a month. And that actually is like properly helping me survive and thrive. We're bloody thriving. I'd say we're thriving. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Now for some very exciting exclusive news. I've got two new hoovering live shows booked in in Islington in London. The idea is there's a panel of guests joining me, really swanky celebrity ones, but they are to be announced. They will be brilliant and they'll be joining me for food and there'll be enough food for us all to try, all being well. Um, but you're encouraged to bring your own food too because I want to hear about the sort of snacks that you'd bring. It's in the evening on the 27th and the 28th of January at the Hen and Chickens. Um, if you want tickets, I think they probably, maybe they'll go fast. I don't know. I'd have no idea. I hope they do. I bloody hope they do. I should just go, yeah, they're going to go fast. So quickly snap up your ticket. Go to unrestrictedview.co.uk forward slash the hyphen hoovering hyphen podcast hyphen live. Also, I have to plug my new material gigs in Camden in London to you. If you want to come and see me do stand up, they're called Honers Club. The next one's on the 5th of November and there's still a few tickets. And one of my guests is so famous. I can't even announce his name, but he's lovely and brilliant. So you should come. Go to wegottickets.com, search for Honers Club, H-O-N-E-R-S. That one will sell out, but unbelievably, there are still a few tickets at the moment, so tuck in. It's only three quid in advance. Talking of live shows, this week's episode is from our first ever Hoovering live show. It was recorded in Manchester as part of the formidable and inaugural Manchester Podcast Festival. My guests were Claire Goodwin from Bake Off, Shirley Houston, who plays Izzy in Corrie, and the hilarious stand-up Rachel Fairburn, who's one half of the Wicked All Killer No Filler podcast. It was a proper laugh. 
We cover everything from Harold Shipman to Bruce Bogtrotter with some fibromyalgia and rapeseed oil conspiracy theories in between. Warning, this episode contains my favourite, yet at times most harrowing, stories about eating during the middle of the night of all time. Hello, how are you? This is nice. I forgot to bring my knife out, so I've had to walk out like a murderer. It's for that. Look at that. I think there might be some left over. Um, Good. Thank you so much for coming. I've never done this live before. First ever time. So thanks for having me, Manchester. And because it's the first time, it might be an absolute clusterfuck. And that's fine, isn't it? Because you're kind, aren't you? Yes. Okay, good. Um, Well, with that in mind, can you do the kindest, loudest, heartiest, most enthusiastic welcome, please, to all of my guests? (laughs) Could you introduce yourself in the shittest way possible, I think, would be fun. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Hello, my name's Shirley Houston, and I had two vegetarian sausages for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Uh, my name's Rachel Fairburn, and I have had two square crisps today. Uh, I bought the whole packet, but I was saving myself. They're still in the back room if anyone wants them. Did you get worried that you'd be full if you'd had three square crisps? Well, I wanted to be really hungry. I'm starving. Starving, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wanted to be hungry. But, so I've achieved that level of hunger. Yeah. Um, they so, were an aperitif. Yeah. Were they actual squares? Yeah, yeah, they're in my bag. And um, what flavour? Salt and vinegar. Fit, the best. Yeah. Salt and vinegar squares. And can I ask what brand of vegetarian sausage we're we talking? Linda um, McCartney. Linda McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rosemary with a bit of rosemary. Rosemary and red <laughs> onion. Oh, My you. second favourite only to um, red pepper and treat though. <laughs> the rosemary ones are the gluten free ones. Oh, fair enough. But they haven't caught on. They don't have it on the box. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Claire, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Claire Goodwin, and uh, I was on Bake Off four years ago for about 11 and a half minutes. (laughs) 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 Funny. Um, Right, I've got some food here for us that is from a place in Hyde. That's local for you. But quite far in an Uber. That's where Harold Shipman was from. Harold Shipman was from. (laughs) And also, I used to live in Hyde, and he was my doctor. Harold oh, Shipman wow. was your doctor. See, Thank fuck you're so young. <laughs> Thank God you're so young, Claire. We could do a spin off of my podcast on this one. Can we, we could do. This is kind of a bit of a crossover this for all killer no yeah, Is it true that Harold Shipman's the actual most prolific serial killer of all time? Uh, yeah, certainly, definitely in the UK. I think there's a couple of Colombian serial killers that have just got the edge on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll stick with Shipman. Yeah, oh we'll wow! So have you been in his surgery in a room on your own, just you and him? Well, there's there's one story, and I only have one story. So I grew up in Hyde, lived with my mum and dad and my older sister. As most of us did in Hyde, we all had our ears pierced at about four months old. (laughs) Um, uh, Snobs. (laughs) Snobs for making a noise at that. And uh, mine went septic because anything that I try to do goes wrong. So so my mum took me to the doctor, which was Harold Shipman. (gasps) And he said to my mum, you shouldn't be mutilating babies like this. It's tantamount to child abuse. Uh, Whoa, and And did she say you shouldn't be murdering anybody (laughs) over the age of 70? Yeah, well, you know, we didn't know then. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) You'd hope you didn't know, wouldn't you? Or your mum even for taking you there for your gammy ears would be in trouble. (laughs) We'd be a threat, wouldn't we? If you'd be naughty, I'll take you to Harold Shipman. Yeah. 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 You've got to be careful now who you sort of like tell the anecdote to because some people find it a bit intriguing, but then obviously if you know people from Hyde he killed so many people mm. there's always somebody that there's not many s- degrees of separation yeah, between a shipment victim yeah. so <laughs> and someone <laughs> fucking hell um, it's taking a sinister turn very early on I can smell chocolate good yeah well there we go so our food has come from the same place as Harold Shipman and Claire Goodwin <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a place called Vedich 2 Vegan and it's an Indian restaurant and it's all vegan and vegetarian. It's on Facebook. Check it out. The guy is, was called Rahul and he's not was, he's still alive. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. He is called Rahul and he's so lovely. 
we've got some sev puri crispy these things i think these like round they look like um a ball of poppadom with a filling inside and i think we're supposed to pour that tamarind stock into it would one of you pour that in you know what they remind me of right so you know you know in jurassic park when for no reason whatsoever sam neil picks up the velociraptor egg and sniffs it (laughs) do you know which bit i mean why does he do that no need no need sam uh that's what they look like Look, it looked like a dinosaur egg has hatched I mean there, like that and little been bit. filled with like yeah. amazing little nibbly bits. Maybe that's why he was sniffing them. He thought, he thought they were them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, a puri. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work well on the audio. <laughs> Absolutely nailing it. Uh, we've got some chilli paneer, not vegan. Yes, I will be eating it. <laughs> and we've got some masala dosa, thin crispy pancake made from... Rice and lentil filled with spicy potatoes and onions. Mm. I'm assuming that's one of them. An utapam lentil and rice pancake, very similar sounding, but topped with peppers, onion and tomato. That'll be the round one. And then a liquid. It's orange and it smells nice. And that looks like rice. Uh, fucking hell. He's written on it, but very, very faintly. It looks like a lovely mixture of rice and things. Mm. Let's start hacking out. We've got some plates and stuff and, yeah, we'll do it. Um, in the meantime, who in here has bought something to eat and wants to tell us about it? Don't be shy. Oh, some hands up at the back. There is stain on that. Oh, oh, delicious. Yeah, there is. is it? I'll have it. I don't give a shit. Is it? I'll have to play with the mysterious stain on. My hobo like that. Who, who are their first hands up? Yes, my love. What is your name? Ellie. Ellie. Nice to meet you, Ellie. Oh, God. Are you Ellie that's bought the chocolate orange brownies? Ooh. Ellie, tell us about these bloody brownies, please. So, they are chocolate orange brownies. I normally use a whole chocolate orange, but to try and make them slightly more veganish, I've used dark chocolate orange instead, less milk in it. Um, and <laughs> but yeah. is there still some milk in it? No, because my I can't have milk anymore. Oh, okay, time. fine, okay. okay um, but so the eggs is... are from my aunt's chickens, which are rescued battery hens. Whoa! I know. Hands up yeah. if you're a vegan. Okay, and would you eat those eggs? Yeah. Yes! Um, I also have a mixed salad with smoked salmon on my Ellie plate that I made in 1989. This is amazing. uh, Because I'm a bit of a pillock, I've also got strawberries and raspberries with a strawberry and mint vinegar to go on them. And I know. And uh, a sparkling raspberry drink as well. Whoa! I think a round of applause for Ellie, please. <laughs> Absolutely smashing the snacks. There was other hands that were up there of proud snack bringers. Ellie, might you pass the microphone along to that lady? Hello. Oh, there we go. Hello. What's your name? Faith. Faith. Like... Lovely to meet you, Faith. What have you brought? Um, just a few things. I've got some tomato pasta garlic dip. Fit. Some baguettes. Some par baked baguettes. Par-baked baguettes. Well, I baked oh, God, them, I fully baked them. Oh, no, you didn't just bring them no, uh, no, no. sealed <laughs> and frozen. Has anyone ever tried... To, has anyone ever been... Have you come in shitted in the night and been so hungry and that's all there was? It's hard going. <laughs> <laughs> it is, like... It's like a... Well, I mean, it's just ever so chewy. Have you been there? I imagine you've been at that stage. Rachel. Yeah, c- come on. Of course I have. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's hard when you get in and you're hammered and there's nothing. And it's mm. just... It's really sad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> to get in that state in the first What's place. What's the worst really? thing you've eaten in that state? A par-baked baguette? Uh, I once fried an egg on a baking tray. Because <laughs> 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 there was nothing in the house. But, uh, and in my defence, my, my partner at the time uh, kicked off the next morning because he was a very tidy man. Uh, and he said, what do you think you're doing, frying an egg on a baking tray? And I said, do you know what? If Heston Blumenthal had done that, you'd all be doing it next week. That's a fair point. Faith, I feel like we didn't get to the end of what you've brought. Sorry, mate. Okay. Yeah, part baked baguettes without the baking tray, just straight on the, straight <laughs> in the oven. Um, a dal, a lentil dal. And oh, some... what sort of lentil dal? Talk me through your process, oh, Faith. Oh, um, just onions, garlic... 
spices, red lentils. I did it all quite early this morning. Um, some soya cream in there as well. Whoa! Yeah. What, the Alpro one? <laughs> oh, the Alpro one, of course. Fine, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely fine. Tried the Oatly one? Uh, not yet, no. Superior? No. <laughs> really? I don't know why it's creamier than actual cream, the oh. Oatly stuff. So yeah. is there that grey Oatly milk they do, that uh, barista no, no, edition. Mmm. <laughs> so good, isn't it? It's nicer than milks. I'll have to give that one a go. Is anyone in here not tried oat milk yet, but still having some cow's milk? Hands up. Oh, don't be so coy. Try it. I think it could change your life. Do you like coffee or tea, those people? Coffee? Tea. No, you might be fucked. <laughs> in coffee, it's, I'd say, superior. Um, has everyone got some food? Um, yeah. You do. There you go. Try the some of that. The dinosaur eggs are nice. The dinosaur eggs are nice. Hello, what's your name? Hi, my name's Hester. Hi, Hester. What have you brought to eat? Well, before I tell you what I've brought to eat, I wanted to let you know that the reason why the grey oatly milk is so creamy yes. is because they add extra rapeseed oil to it <gasps> to boost the protein content so that you can froth it like a normal milk when you're making coffees. It's the barista version. Oh, and are you a scientist? <laughs> you might be a food no. scientist. No. Yeah. Is rapeseed oil environmentally terrible? Are I we assume all right? not. I was at Latitude Festival over the summer and Oatly had a stand there and they played a video about how great and ethical they are. So I'm going to assume not. Fucking get in! <laughs> I might, so if you can't afford the Oatly one... Um, what you could maybe do is just get oats, water, whiz that up together until it's like a disgusting, milky-looking liquid. Bit of rapeseed oil indirectly yourself. Can you try and make your own barista edition oat, oat milk? Just sling it in. And sling it also, in. interestingly, so I'm here with my friend Rebecca today. Hi, Rebecca. Um, <laughs> we, um, we were chatting about this on the way down. Did you know that a lot of like cheap, normal, bog-standard vegetable oils are actually 100% rapeseed oil? Whoa! I know. Mind I did... <laughs> For the podcast. that's the premium oil, right? That's amazing. So it's just been totally ripped off. Yeah, basically. <sighs> I'm just going to buy vegetable oil then. Yeah, just I... buy vegetable oil. Check dr- the back of the packet. I'm going to get a great big... One of them where you get like, the tankard. <laughs> like a massive 15-litre tankard of vegetable oil and then just get a pipette in there and drizzle it on. A salad. Like Oat a milk dressing. for years. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and what have you bought to eat? Okay, so we stopped off at um, a nice healthy shop on the way down, if anyone knows the eighth day. Um, so we got some a bag of bean crisps, mm. which are thin and crispy popped pea and bean crisps. Um, they're made of corn and beans. Mm. However, they are really delicious, but when you mentioned squares, it kind of made me a bit Oh, no. Sad. <laughs> Who wants a crispy bean after you've thought of squares? <laughs> Oh, well, thanks very much. Round of applause, please, Heather. Mmm, delicious. Okay, well, what do you think, lads, of what we're eating here, Claire? The dinosaur egg was absolutely lovely. Yeah. The long... <laughs> I, I think it's called a doser, that. Is that the doser? I think so. The that was re- that's really good. Um, I feel like I'm just going, that's good, that's well good, that's really good. To be fair, that's basically what my podcast yeah. is for an hour. So, um, Two people going, that's nice, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> I will mm, that's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to channel my inner Jay Rayner, but it's not happening, I'm just going, that's well good. So. <laughs> yeah, I, do you know what, though? I'm so glad I haven't got a very loud inner critic on the food front. Rachel? I'm having a great time. <laughs> it's very, very nice. The, um, I haven't tried the dinosaur egg yet, but the, um, it's a bit cold. Basically, an hour ago, <laughs> this would have all been, like, perfect. <laughs> but no, it's so nice. Whatever that orange liquid was was really nice, too. I've not tried your paste yet. Oh, oh no, we need to try this paste. What was the orange liquid? I don't think I had orange liquid. <laughs> yeah, orange liquid, like a Dali thing, oh, I think. Nice. I don't know how I would describe it. It's all very lightly spiced, mm. which I think is fine for crowds. <laughs> and you can't, like, if I didn't say to him in advance, fucking go for it, mate. But he could have, he could have for me. Would you have all been all right with spicy, spicy? Mm, yeah. Bollocks. <laughs> Rahul, next time, going to get you to up the, um, the chilli content in this. 
No, I just think it's all really delicate and lovely. But also, which I don't feel like you get necessarily in loads of Indian takeaways, he's really gone to town on the different textures. Mm -hmm. There's tons of different crunchy bits involved. Mm -hmm. Hats off, Rahul. Yeah, I thought that was rice, and it's not, is it? It's puffed corn, but curry-flavoured. It's delicious. Fit. And that, the uh, potato-y, omelette-y. Yeah. Well, oh, it's delicious. There's lots of layers of flavours in all of it, isn't there? It's lovely. Get in. Right, five-second rule, yes or no? Yeah. Cool. 20-second rule, I'm not bothered. Yeah, mine's mine's about 30 seconds. Depends how stiff I am to get up and get out of the chair and get it. (laughs) What's What's the thing that you're up and out quickest for? <laughs> it would probably be chocolate. Right, fair yeah. enough. You got a favourite chocolate? Well, no, I'm, I have um, fibromyalgia and I can't do sugar or gluten, but I do eat on bars, raw chocolate, coconut oh, sugar. Right. That, that's all right, that doesn't affect. Tell us what micromyalgia is. Have I said it wrong? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've got uh, so disrespectful. Micronyalgia. Right. <laughs> tell, tell us what microbiology <laughs> is. I think micronyalgia sounds like pe- something painful that's yeah. small. Right. <laughs> no, I've got um, fibromyalgia and Ehlers-Danlos, but they're both pain disabilities. But okay. um, one fibros uh, an inflammatory disease, mm-hmm. but um, gluten and sugar. Sugar makes your nerve endings swell, and gluten does something similar, so it, it knocks me for days if I eat it. Fuck. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, but it's mainly refined sugar that does that. Well, we're going to have an experiment. We're going to have an experiment <laughs> live with Sherry Lee's pain. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my intention when I started the podcast. <laughs> I've had a surprising amount of people with gluten intolerances for various reasons, from IBS right through to n- more neurologically type stuff. All the people I've spoken to on that front so far have gone. There are times where it's worth the pain. No, uh, okay. no. <laughs> I actually—it's like horses' hooves landing on every bit of your bone for oh, about two days. Uh, you, you'd happily hack your limbs off. I would. It's no. It's not. Oh, mate. I'm sorry. Before, no, even before you'd said that as well, I've always had a bit of a fear of horses. Oh. <laughs> Claire, five second rule. Oh God. This three is day rule. three day rule. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I regularly have a little bit of a munch from the crap in the corner of the kitchen. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I retrieved pizza from a bin once <gasps> uh, oh, when I was really hungover. Like I'd thrown it in the bin the night before, and I woke up and I went. It's still in there, it's fine. <laughs> and I ate it. It's fine, I'm not dead. As far as I know. What was it touching um, in the bin? It was on... Uh, it, was, it was still, <laughs> it was still in, detail, in the box. The box was slightly open. Oh, it only been in there about four hours. I suppose if, you if it's still in the box, it basically hasn't been in the bin. No. Yeah, it's fine, isn't it? No. It was in a container. I'd have, I'd have happily taken it out, just naked, sliced in bin. If there wasn't any wet... Mice. Like bean juice or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, if it had an old bean on it. My toddler, um, we've got a skanky great big throw on the sofa because we rent. And um, my toddlers regularly drop it, like, obviously just dropping food all on that. And the amount of times I've... I, I, I think it's very subconscious. I pick it up and, uh, as an act of cleaning, rather than... Put it in the bin. If it looks like it might be food, pop it in my mouth. <laughs> and let me tell you, Play-Doh, very salty. <laughs> Even when it's new. <laughs> um, I want to know if there's anything that any of you eat in a particular... in a very particular way, or a, perhaps a ritualistic way. People often have it with confectionery, or, um, I don't know... Are you, like any hang-ups hang from when you were a kid, where you ate? Even as a kid, did you have to have your sandwiches a certain way, anything like that? Mm. Yeah. I'm a bit particular about my sauce over my rice. Right. Yeah. I'd want to decide when to wet my own rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the idea of rice as a thing that needs to be wetted, like an appetite. <laughs> <laughs> but Would I you ever just have dry rice? Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. But I didn't realise, because I lived on my own for about 14 years, and now I live with my partner... And I didn't realise this was causing him some problems because he was 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want things to be wet, and you know, I like to decide when things touch each other, but I didn't realise it was a thing. Yeah, you're making it sound like it's part of the Me Too movement as well, which I like. But, but it's up to the rice whether it wants that sauce on it, actually. <laughs> The rice needs to have been, like, overtly clear about wanting that, and then that's fine. But he was in the kitchen the other week. And I was like, what's up? You seem a bit flustered. And he was like, well, I'm doing beans and tomatoes, and I don't know where... I can't figure out how to put it on the plate. Oh, bless him! <laughs> Lovely man. What about you guys? I um, am probably a little bit of both in terms of... I, I like to homogenise... What does that mean? Old, getting it all, all sort of together and all, and all the same. So if I've got a curry and rice, I'll homogenise it so that it's all, all together. Ooh, someone retched in the audience, Claire. <laughs> Yeah, someone so look, dry, hit, someone like git. Yeah, I'm happy with that. However, <laughs> if, if, it's a, if it's a full breakfast, right. I, I don't want anything wet touching anything dry. And I so hang on, what happens? Do the beans get like a fort no, no, of their no own? Beans, beans <laughs> are the devil, they're disgusting. I, it, yeah, I can't stand controversial bean juice. <laughs> Um, really? Yeah, and my dad used to call them skinheads on a raft when they were... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't see beans without them being skinheads. And, and it's not political, it's just ridiculous. Um, but it's just... Yeah, I don't, I don't have beans anyway, but then I don't... If I have tomatoes, I, I don't want them wet, I want them to have a level of crunch on top. Hang on. Yeah. Crunchy tomatoes. You know, like, when you grill them so that they're not just a soggy mess, you want them to still be firm so that then you can cut up bits of them to have with your bacon, but then you only put those together when you choose to, not somebody else putting it on. I sound all right now, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's the most normal I've ever felt. Um, by the way, if any of you... I'm afraid this has got a fuck ton of sugar in it, but um, I've got some homemade elderflower cordial if any of you want any of that in your water. I said that. Can you tell I said that as I was trying to repress a burp? <laughs> I'm horrible if you would like not to have any of that in your water. It's past. It's past and I can talk normally again. Rachel Fairburn, I don't believe you that there's nothing that you need to eat like a big weirdo. I tend to eat the same things all the time. I don't have much... I, I, don't cook, I can't cook. I'm not interested in cooking. I like eating. Like, if you bring me this, I'll eat it. Right. Which has happened. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't... I, I, mostly, I eat potato waffles and boiled eggs. Nice. Free range. Uh, <laughs> free range waffles. But... I, I don't know, like... I've got a bit of this one sound. Have you ever made your waffles in the toaster? Have you heard of Ashling B's trick? I've heard of this. I've heard. Of Stick Ashley. it up to six, two full goes. It I've, works. I've heard this, but I like to have them under the grill. I like to watch the process. Fine, I understand. Uh, that. But like a restaurant where you can see all the kitchen and yeah, that. you know, a bit like that. Yeah. I tend to things that I tend to do. I tend to suck things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Fucking hell. You're going to make a. Past two. Come on. <laughs> You're uh, going to make a cracking nana. So. <laughs> So, so square crisps, for example. And girlfriend. <laughs> square crisps. I love to... I like to suck them instead of crunching them. And I love Revels. <gasps> I love Revels. And I love to um, suck them, but have a cup of tea with them. Ooh, nice plan. That kind of stuff. That's nice. Um, is there a Revel that you hate? Do you live in fear? I like them all. I like the coffee ones, I think Me they're too. my favourites, yeah. Mm. yeah. That man's a man vigorously shaking his bearded head. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you and me, sir, would make great revel sharers, because I would go so far as to say, my favourite. My favourite revel. I like coffee, and coffee-flavoured everything. Mm. Even ice cream. Pervert or fine? <laughs> You're not into it, but yeah, do you but like I'm not coffee? Into coffee, mm. so... Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I know how to charm my guests. Um, <laughs> best meal of the day. Let's go there. Tea. Tea. So, in different parts of the country, that means different things. Explain what tea is to this southern fairy. Yeah. Evening meal. Dindins. Breakfast, dinner, tea. Yeah. 35-year-olds are allowed to call that dindins. Really fucking posh, you're calling it supper. 
I believe. Supper. I'm of the impression that that's a completely different meal altogether. That's what, mm. just before bed dinner? Yeah, that's yeah. a snack after your tea. Yeah. That's what that is, yeah. yeah. My, um... Like an extra, that's an extra a boiled egg with a bit of salt meal. on the top. That's it. Bo- bo- oh, no, yeah. it's, it's like biscuits and a cup of tea. A boiled egg with salt on the top. Yeah. I like a boiled egg with yeah. salt on top. Pickled egg? That's a room yeah, divider. Yeah. Give us a cheer if you're a pickled egg fan. Yeah, there's only about four of them, but they were the best, they're the best four in it. <laughs> I like the board egg with a bit of salt on top, but um, what about raw tomato, a bit of salt on that? Oh, yeah. Yes! People hissing with yes! <laughs> yes, Shirley, would you? Yeah. No. no. Not a salt monster? Not that salty, no. I'm getting the impression you and I, very different in a mouth. Yes. <laughs> But that's all right, because we could share well. We could share well, and we can still be friends despite that, yeah. which is a, a lesson to the world. It might be difficult when picking where we're going to eat, but that's all right. Yeah. I'm really good at reheating anything for breakfast, though. Oh, nice. Okay, so you're quite, like, into dinners for breakfast? Oh, God, yeah. I'm into mushy peas at the moment for breakfast. <laughs> wow. Or soup, or reheat. Or oh, I've once fried old fish and chips, refried it for Ooh, breakfast. Oh, you monster! My partner does that and I call him disgusting things for it. I think that chips is the one thing that I won't go back to after no, the fact. Dash some water on them, because there's this right. technique with each oh, one. Oh, okay, you know teachers! I mean? not, it's not just bung it in the... It's like with pizza, you have to run it under the tap ever so quickly and then put it in the oven to eat it so it stays moist. There's Great. This is quite a refined art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, I, maybe I've over... i big into a bit of fair, fair helping of vinegar on any chip action. Ooh, so yeah. I don't know whether that maybe does, doesn't help with the longevity factor. If you mention vinegar, my mouth waters whenever anyone mentions vinegar. Really? Just burst? I, I want the vinegar. This, this is disgusting. I shouldn't really be telling Tell it. This. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I just like to get a piece of bread and put vinegar on it and eat it. A it's lot nice. of vinegar. Yeah, loads. So it's soggy. Yeah, like... Isn't that something Kim and Aggie clean with? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that is fucking horrible. I can't... I don't, don't know why I like it. It's what just... I would rather... Why? Sarsons, you know, normal vinegar. Nice bread normal or sliced bread. Northern vinegar, yeah. Northern vinegar. <laughs> nice bread or sliced bread, Shirley. Swaberton's. Just northern bread. Sliced. Yeah. Northern. <laughs> good, solid, northern bread. Yeah. Um... Why don't you just drink the vinegar? It's the bread bit of it that's troubling me, but I drink vinegar. I just like the... You drink That's vinegar. basically what that kombucha shit is. It's like drinking fizzy vinegar and then you fart for three days. <laughs> what is, I don't even know what that is. And it gives you the shits. Kombucha, it's like a hipster drink with like... It's like fermented... Someone in here will know. She's got a bottle. <laughs> Could she try a bit? Is that what that is? What is it? It's give you, it gives you eject-to-seat level gas. Is it alcoholic? Does it give you the shits? It gives me the shits. No, Heather's all right. Should, can I sniff it's it? It's not alcoholic. Like it? No, no. Nah, it's really vinegary. I think you'll love it. Is it fermented what tea? Fermented tea. Uh. It's supposed to be really good for your gut. But you're supposed to microdose it. So just have a sip the first time. If you have a whole bottle the first time, like this dick, <laughs> working in a writer's room for the day, <laughs> sat around eight people that you really wanted their approval, and he just... Sat there like a growing balloon, <laughs> a growing human balloon, and then yeah, and once every two hours having to go and have an explosive shit, <laughs> not far enough away from them or close enough to my home. Sorry, even though the podcast's about eating, it does tend to take a maximum of ten minutes before I'm talking about shit. Um, is that what flavour kombucha have you got? This one is matcha and mint. Matcha and mint. Matcha's one of those Use words Listerine. that seems to have popped. You're pop- drinking Listerine. <laughs> Listerine. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Have you got a favourite meal of the day? Well, I can have two. Okay, yeah. I love breakfast because I was starving when I get up. But uh, I can't eat before I do a show. Right, that's interesting because of nerves. Because I've just got into the, the habit of it and because I like things in a certain order. I understand. I, I have to do things. Hold the thought, I want to hear the rest of this. Last night, I went for dinner just before a gig, and actually, it's a shit idea to yeah. feel, like, physically turgid. Yeah. 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 Like, and I think I it's nice uh, to have something to look forward to after it. Yeah. So, like, last night when I did my gig, I got home from Liverpool about quarter to eleven, and I got myself chips and gravy. Oh, fit. Uh, and I ate that while I was watching the TV. So I think, yeah, t- it's technically, I suppose it's technically supper, isn't it? Supper. 
It's just a late tea. I like to eat my tea really late. It's a complicated question, isn't it? Because you can have whatever you want for any of the meals, like you were saying, mm. dinner, mm-hmm. breakfasts. Pizza I love for brekkie. Mm. Mm. Um, but I think, as well, I think it says a lot whether you have, like... Do you have sweet or savoury brekkies? Savoury. Savoury. Same! Yeah. I should have got a more diverse panel. <laughs> What's the food like on set on Corrie? <laughs> they make quite a few lentil hot pots now for me because I'm veggie. Right. No, it's great. You get really excited <laughs> about it and then you... It depends how many times... You have to remember, don't eat too much on each take because you might have to do 20. Oh, oh really? I would really struggle with that. <laughs> Mikey North at one day, I had to eat 32 scotch eggs. <laughs> <laughs> there were mini ones, but he ate... In, we did one take and he ate all of it. And then, but because we're in a scene where there was a lot of people, so then you're doing a lot of singles, a lot of doubles, and then wide. And then somebody was messing around to mess up to make him have to eat more scotch. <laughs> oh, oh was he sick? No, but he, sometimes it's like you get really excited uh, because you're like dead. You sit down in Roy's rolls and you get chips, and then other times you just had your lunch and you sit down and you face with something. Because I believe you should eat when you act. I, I don't. I'm not one of those people who just because I think you can really tell if you don't eat like you'd eat. Yeah, mm. well, you can even tell the amount of times we see people drinking from oh an empty God. mug. I was just oh, going to say the same it's thing. Heartbreaking. It drives me insane that. Like, just put some water in it. And or making a phone call on a blank screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, mm. No, I, I was saying about that, but then actually somebody did show me that it does go blank after a while because that was irritating. Okay. But it's, the, it's the takeaway cups, isn't it? Because people like they just hand it them as though it's really yeah. You should be hot, and I was <laughs> yeah, just like, throwing it to them. It's your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lucky you caught it. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Have you ever had to eat anything really rank as part of an acting patch? During acting, no, but because I can't do sugar and I've been able to do sugar for a few years now, the pints in the Rovers are sugar water. So <laughs> I have to do a lot because Izzy would not drink; she wouldn't drink water. She'd drink a pint. Yeah. So I do a lot of. I've just started the scene, so I'm just finishing putting. I just had a sip. Nice. Or oh, that's in. Oh, and then hold it as though I'm about to take it, but then get you know. So I have uh-huh. to act as though I were about to drink, but don't. I um, did a, an advert for Jacob's Crackers. Oh, mm. fuck my life. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. I had to lip sync to I like to move it, move it. My son was only three months old. I said I'm going to be bringing my son, and they tried to sack me from the job. This will be a bit wow. irrelevant. Anyway, it ended up overrunning me. We were there for 16 hours. And I had to, had to lip sync to, I like to move it, move it. I, like, I just had to pretend to be sat in an aquarium. And the director was such a cunt. And he's, <laughs> at one point he was like, in this next take, I want you to really fuck the bench. Like mimers if you're really fucking the bench. I was like, what? I could hear all the extras behind me going, 
<laughs> oh, he's such a turd. But anyway, I think because the client was there or whatever, it just kept overrunning and overrunning. But it was such a simple thing. And I had to take a bite of a cracker, uh, Jacob's cracker with cheese on it. Again and again and again and again. For about six hours, I would rather have been having to try and swallow it. I had a spittoon. Ugh. Oh. Can you imagine being the person whose job it is to put the bucket oh. under the actor so that they can gob out their cheesy cracker? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Bit after bit after bit. <laughs> if it, anything, it stopped me buying Jacob's products. <laughs> that experience. Mm. I can't remember what my original question was. Oh, yeah, about bit of food on set. Uh, Rachel, can you tell me um, anything particularly interesting about serial killers and eating? Perhaps a last meal story or something like that? Oh, funny you should ask. That made it sound like I'd prepped you for the question, which I hadn't. <laughs> well, you hadn't, no. But, uh, so, Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, I still call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know why. You posh. Just something I'm going to keep doing to make me stand out. Uh, <laughs> What's unique about Rachel Fairbanks' <laughs> comedy brand? I don't know if you've ever heard her talking about takeaway food. <laughs> so, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, or, or fried chicken, is w- one of the most requested last meals on death row. So much so that I think recently they've actually banned people asking for Kentucky Fried Chicken. But they will, they will still make them fried chicken, but they will not get KFC. John Wayne Gacy used to work at KFC. Whoa. Uh, the Yorkshire Ripper, one of his final victims, he was sitting in a Kentucky Fried Chicken as he saw her go past, and that's where he sort of stalked her from. <gasps> so Kentucky Fried Chicken's evil. Um, um, is it true, I, someone had already told me that about fried chicken or KFC being the most requested last mm-hmm. meal on death row, but isn't there a lot of other restrictions, and that's probably one of the reasons why, like they're only allowed up to $15, and it has to be available within a three-mile radius of the yeah, prison or something Yeah, I think like there are some restrictions on it, and I think it is up to a certain amount. Like, you can't go overboard, you know, you couldn't say, oh, I want to go to on a cruise now and have <laughs> the buffet the at chicken a cruise. Sausage. <laughs> yeah. Chicken sausage. Yeah. And then, yeah, make or, uh, my way round the world you know, buffet. <laughs> or I want, like, the rarest meat known to man. I imagine um, it's, in terms of nerves, going to die, similar to going on stage. Absolutely. In the sense you don't want to be full and turgid. Absolutely not. But you, you, get, you don't get your last meal on the day. You get, oh. it, you get it a couple of weeks before. What, and then you have to not eat? Yeah, so... You, you, As if it wasn't bad enough that you knew you were going to die. You were having on a fortnight fast just to give the meal its proper name. Harrowing. Claire, can you tell us some gritty, dirty goss from Bake Off? <laughs> Don't know whether it was that long enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were. You were saying stuff about um, Paul Hollywood's um, backstage. Tell us that. Apparently he's got a 21-year-old girlfriend. I was going to say, I think I might have been being a really cheap gossip. <laughs> well, what do you think? Come on. Spit it out. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's very nice. Um, he, and he's a lot shorter. The is eyes he? are very blue. Yeah. He's got beautiful twinkly um, eyes. He has got, yeah, yeah. Do you think they're offset by his beautiful twinkly hair? <laughs> Everything's a bit twinkly. Right. And then, like, he'll turn up in a twinkly twatty car. And uh, Personalised number plate, a Betty has. When I say Cake a one. Car, Cake one. <laughs> <laughs> really into his cars and stuff but yeah it looks proper midlife crisis oh, like, he's a walking midlife crisis isn't he he's a walking midlife crisis and Mary's a walking yeah. afterlife crisis <laughs> <laughs> that's awful to say I love them very much very both kind, does he wear bootleg oh. jeans he strikes me as a bootleg man that's oh he's got a bootleg jean <laughs> yeah, well, or two I, yeah, and I a loafer I thought he might be a you know a Simon Cowell midi heel yeah yeah, type, yeah yeah type of man but no there was no midi heel okay come to think of it I think there was a slight kick flare of course I knew it I knew it I knew it I knew it <laughs> the shit you thought you'd never find out <laughs> Describe this cake. Yeah. It is Tell us. Well, let's wait until Claire's back on oh, the mic, though. How much do you want? Um, medium, please. <laughs> you saw me think about. Well, I mean, medium. Fuck it now. 
Oh Jesus my Christ. God! <laughs> Shit! Whoa! Share that with me. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Fucking doorstop. That is my kind of medium. All right, for the listeners, Claire's just cut a piece of cake bigger than an adult man's head. We need something for perspective, don't we? Really. <laughs> It's got three legs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at that. Wow. That's a bit more sensible. We could all share that. Do you need a fork? I've got got a spoon. spoon. Okay, Claire, I need you to tell us what this is. Yeah, one second. Okay. Thank Um, you, by the way, for baking for us all. So the big one, the big cake, is a sort of moist chocolate cake with Irish cream, Swiss meringue buttercream and dark chocolate ganache. (gasps) Is it single? And Cherilise is a whiskey tinged, if you like, um, sticky toffee pudding Mm. made gluten free and refined sugar free with a molasses toffee sauce. (sighs) When you say whiskey tinged, do you mean riddled? to soak the dates in a bit of hot whiskey um, as well as a bit of hot water because I just like that kind of little smokiness that you get on the back but you can't taste loads of whiskey it's not like an alcohol taste you can just taste that little bit of smoked whiskey on the back can I ask a question what what are molasses I always read that and I don't know what it is what is it it's unrefined cane sugar oh okay Mm -hmm. I thought it was beetles or something I don't know Right, I'm going to try this cake. (laughs) Let's get in there. Two things. Can I have the recipe for this? Yeah, of course. For both things. And um, also, do you mind if the audience um, eat that? Yeah, not yourself. Go for it. Um, What I will say is, I don't have any insurance, so if you're allergic to anything or you catch anything, it's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Shit. Oh, I'm going in. Oh my fucking God. I can't remember last time I had real cream either, but mm. that is so... I mean, I don't even drink enough. I realise that I've put, I've turned up here with, like, really booze. This tastes a little bit alcohol. boozy as well. Yeah, it's got Irish cream in the buttercream. Oh, God. I'm going to be terrible at my gig later. <laughs> this is great. Turgid and pissed. <laughs> this is so nice. It looks so... It looks much denser than it tastes. Mm. It's mm. so light. Mm. Yeah, fuck you, Hollywood. Booziness in it. <laughs> <laughs> got massive bollocks now, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> massive ovaries, we say on this podcast. <laughs> this is so soft as well, the sponge. Is your sponge so... Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. I had a bit of help with yours, actually, because I'm not as skilled a baker as some of the others that I was on the show with that um, do a lot of the, the gluten-free and free-from stuff. So Kate Henry, who um, is the girl from down south with the corkscrew hair on my year, she helped me with that. So, wow. um, but yeah. thank you. Oh, fuck. Mm. What have you slid around the edge of that? Uh, dark chocolate ganache. Oh. That <laughs> it's basically really nice just cream well. and, It's cream and dark chocolate melted together and then set, set again. Not do you want to just talk yet? amongst yourselves for a bit? <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Oh, um, so can you hot. taste the whiskey, Julie, mm. in yours? Mm. It's oh delicious. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, uh, this bit's almost gone too well mm. for, for what the situation requires, which is us to keep talking. Because the height of your cake is phenomenal yeah. as well, isn't it? It's almost the height of a, a normal water bottle. Mm. It's a good bug trotter, isn't it? Mm. Beautiful. What's it called? A, like a bog trotter, a Bruce bog trotter cake. Bruce bog trotter cake. <laughs> I typed that out this morning on um, on my Instagram post, and I put bog frotter, and I was like, <laughs> I've just made Matilda blue. <laughs> um, have you ever eaten anything that's given you a nightmare or a dream? A good response. <laughs> Thought of that question yesterday. Except it's taken quite a long time for anyone. Maybe not. I'd say no. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's never, I've never done it with food. When I gave up smoking about seven years ago, I used to dream I was having a cigarette and I'd wake up with a taste in my mouth. Ooh. Whoa. Weird. Really 
really weird. You'd wake up and you'd be like, and you'd be sort of like, oh my God, that cigarette was so good. And you'd have the taste in your mouth. And you, obviously you didn't. It's all psychological. But I used to dream about having a fag. I've got a, a really, like, a positive, nice story and then a fucking horrific one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the nice one is, well, it's not that nice. I think I was about uh, 16 or 17 don't know, maybe 15, really stoned <laughs> after work in a hotel with a load of wrong-uns. There's a chambermaid and a waitress. waitress. And then um, got really caned and came back. And it was Easter, and I had about four Easter eggs <laughs> from parents. I hadn't just self-gifted, as per these days. I was a, still a child. Other people were giving me Easter eggs. Uh, anyway, they were all just led around my room. Didn't think anything of it. Woke up the next day, they'd gone, and um, my bed was covered in chocolate. And I'd, I'd sleep at them. I wolfed them, it was all around my face. I was naked, it was all over me. It, and it was just like torn wrappers where I'd like, it looked like I'd bitten through the wrappers. Like a wolf. A sleep pig. <laughs> That's the nice story. <laughs> and now I'm what... So this is recent and it's awful, but my son is very nearly three. And um, we went to stay with some friends in Durham recently. Oh, God. <laughs> and we were sharing a room. He, so he's on like a little mattress on the floor next to me. My friends I'm staying with are very lovely, but they go to bed at nine, which I can't do. But I tried to go to bed from about half ten, and I'm just led there with my eyes shut, and I can't sleep. And I can hear him rustling and faffing and turning around and shuffling and rustling and whatever. All these, like, squirrel. Anyway, it gets to about half eleven, and he's, I hear this... And he gets up, it's dark, obviously, and he's like zombie walking around. And I was like, Rudy, come and get in here. Just get in with me. And normally that would be him cheerful as, because that's really what he was after all along. Do you know what I mean? And he was going, Ooh, and he crawls in bed next to me, and, goes, Ooh, and then points to his mouth and goes, dirty, dirty. <laughs> in his sleep, he's fished a turd out the back of his pull-up, oh! put it in his mouth, and chewed. Oh! It was right up in his gums. I just had to get him in the bathroom, just 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 fingering turds out of a child's mouth. He needs some of that girl's tea. He does need some of that girl's tea. Oh, my days. It was horrific. But the worst thing about it was, once I got all his mouth cleaned out, spilled out, and I scrubbed all in his mouth with my toothbrush, binned that, whatever, once he was, his mouth was all fine, he was like... There was a poo-poo in my mouth. <laughs> Just dead chuffed about it. Like, it was at my bum-bum, and then it was at my mouth. <laughs> and he's telling everyone about it all the next... He goes straight off to sleep, and I'm lying there, traumatised. <laughs> Every little shuffle or snuffle, I'm like, see this shit again. <laughs> Is he still telling people about it? Yeah, he's proud. And you go, well, how did it get from the... Bum bum to the mouse, and he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. He was so shocked by it that I do think he'd done it in his sleep because he was like, Wow, dirty. I told this story, I had to admit, I told this story on a new material stand up gig, and I've had an email from a woman in the audience saying that for a week since her husband comes up to her every day and points at his mouth and goes, Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> I did one of those, not the eating in my sleep, but drunk eating. Couldn't yeah. remember it. It was a very drunk. I think it was my most drunk night. <laughs> I woke up and my wheelchair was in the wardrobe, but I hadn't sh- opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> you just rammed it through the door <laughs> and got out and thought I was that. But then it was like that. You know when you piece together the night before drinking? Oh, by the fact, that. But there was, there was an oven tray on the floor with a slice of pizza in it, but the window was open, there was a pigeon on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're a bit hungover, a bit dangerous, it's like this cooing woke me up. But then there was squished chips in wheelchair tracks all over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I do. It was almost like I'd scattered them and then run them over like Hansel and Gretel. It was, just really, it was like, I don't know what I did that night, drunk when I got home, but I fed myself, but not very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. 
A tornado full of a new kind of mutant bee is heading for Manchester and is going to smash Manchester to rubble, but rubble full of people that have also been stung in the most ironic end ever for a city. (laughs) The tornado full of bees will only be stopped if you three team up, join forces, and become a dance troupe. You have to woo the bees, because they love dancing. You have to woo the bees by doing the world's fastest dance. It's from China, and it's got 241 steps per minute. Sounds impossible, but... So, you're a hero. You've just saved Manchester from destruction. You're feeling amazing. Everybody loves you. But obviously, you're totally wazzoked. You've just done the most exercise ever. You're beyond the point where you feel sort of sick and sweaty. You're allowed to have had a shower or whatever. And you're so hungry because, obviously, you, your body's hungry, hungry, hungry. So, your award, as well as being adored for all time, is the feast of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this has to be realistic. It doesn't have to exist. It doesn't have to be possible. It certainly doesn't have to be healthy. I just want to know what you're eating, what you're drinking, who with, and where. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Cool. Uh, salt and pepper spare ribs. My cake. Yeah. <laughs> what, that one? Yeah, that one. Yes. That one. Uh, Terry's chocolate orange. Oh, dark chocolate, normal. Uh, not normal. Ooh, not I dark. like dark. Yeah, no, no. Um, Terry's chocolate orange, a um, South Old Brewery, not percent alcohol craft beer. Um, I have to look that up. Reese Shear Smith. <laughs> Are you eating him or is he there? Both. Not, not Fair sure. Fair enough. Not sure. Yeah, Rachel will be there sucking away. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one where yeah oh I don't care <laughs> don't care cloud nine mate by the sounds of it what a fucking brilliant answer thank you very much what about you my love um, it'd be a mixture of healthy and not I'd have a, I'd have a lot of melted cheese <sighs> in oh, juice food like a fondue oh all things you can dip I do like yes um, something bread crummy which I can't normally have some a bit of ottolenghi salads as well. Oh, I'm a, you know, fit. On the other side. Have you got his new cookbook? It's called Simple. Yes. Oh, yes. it's really nice. It's, it's got some great shit in there. Oh, I love ottolenghi. <laughs> yeah, I Always love ottolenghi. I want to get him on this podcast one day. I'd struggle not to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I'm on no, about? No, I have no idea. Oh, Absolutely no idea. Who is it? It's a chef, but it does sort of very distinctive recipes that are like fusion Israeli and yes. oh, Palestinian and Italian. And he mixes, but he over flavours vegetables and salads. Mm. But then he's also fantastic on cakes. So oh, I've never yeah. done an Ottolenghi oh, yeah. cake. He's, he, he does one that we call Boxing Day Salad because that's when we add it, but it's got like raw celeriac in matchsticks and really thin, really tart apple. Sounds shit, but it's so good. Mm. It's just like, <laughs> makes you go like that. <laughs> really zingy. Oh, he's sweet potato gratin. With, he's basically like... Uh, he's not sponsoring this podcast, by the way. <laughs> no, so nice. Sweet potato, rosemary, garlic and cream. Oh. It's like, it turns into like a gooey crumble it's delicious oh Rachel oh no hang on we didn't find out who you're with and where I was probably just eating (laughs) (laughs) on your own anywhere everybody I love I suppose oh that's nice yeah catch all Twerben I would have chicken and mushroom pie chips and gravy from Mount Road Chippy in Alcrington all these Uh, places will be in the podcast notes if you're googleable then I would have I'd I'd have a Manchester tart as well Ooh. Um, is that the one with the um, cornflakes on the roof? Roof? Uh, <laughs> we're not that poor up here. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's like coconut on the top, but it's like jam and custard, and it's very nice. My favourite thing to do. In Blackburn, there's one with cornflakes on top. Oh, like a cornflake cake thing. Yeah, but I thought... Anyway, sorry. Tezilias told me about it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I thought it was the same thing. Probably again, very similar. Racist. Uh, my my favourite thing to do, though, is when you say what well, old Manchester town and people go, what's that? I like to go... <laughs> For the podcast listeners, pointing she's pointed at herself with a thumb. Uh, there's a few school dinner things that I'd have as well. Ooh. 
Uh, sort of some of the puddings from that. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of the hot pots. Very wet things. hot puddings in bowls. Yeah. What else? What else do we like? Packet of square crisps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Standard, yeah. Two at a time. Acceptable. Volovons with chicken and mushroom in. I love chicken and mushroom. Um, great. It's a great combo, classic combo. Do you like corn? Oh, coal, I think, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mm, both, I don't mind. Right I don't mind. Yeah. And uh, where I used to live in Walthamstow in London, there was a Pepe's chicken shop, of which there are many around the UK, but this one was banging, and I would have loads of the chicken pitters from there and the chips. Brilliant. I would be with <coughs> Liam and Noel Gallagher, <laughs> obviously, and it, it was to a like. That's, that's it, pretty isn't much it? it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> and, and we'd be in a... <laughs> we'll be in Antigua. Whoa! That, that's the most amazing mix-up ever. I know, I know. Oh, this has been really fun. Thanks so much yeah. for coming to it, you lot. Have you had an all right time? Yeah. Should I do it again next year? Yeah. Wicked. Thanks for listening to the podcast, if you do. Those of you who don't, start. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, the last thing I want to do is um, ask my guests if there's anything you would like to plug at the moment. Oh, we have um, a weekly choir at Bridgewater Hall in term time for people with mental health experiences or their loved ones who have those experiences. And it's, it's brilliant. We're supported by MMU and they're doing research on the difference and our well-being in the last term was up 89%. So <gasps> come along and just have a nice thing. Wicked. Do you know what I was thinking? I've bloody heard about this and I think it's from your Twitter feed. Ah, probably. Yes. So what's your social media handle? Um, At Shirley Houston. There we go. Brilliant. Check that out, you guys. I'm doing my stand-up show at the Frog and Bucket in Manchester on Sunday the 23rd of October, I think. I can't remember. At 6.30. If you've found me amusing, come to that. If you haven't, don't bother. Uh, Yeah, that's it, really. She's brilliant at stand-up. Go. You can't follow me on Twitter because I've been banned, so... For nothing. <laughs> Properly for a joke, like an obvious joke. <laughs> Fuck Twitter. Claire? I just fart around on social media. I don't really have anything proper that I do. You've, your Twitter handle's Bake Therapist, is, is that right? You have to put the underscore in. Bake, bake underscore, underscore therapist. therapist. Otherwise it reads something very, very different. Not a bad way of getting rid of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single time when like somebody new is kind of like seeing what it is, oh I thought that said the other then and I was like, yeah, 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 it's funny. But I'm the same on Instagram, so yeah. Um I keep meaning to change it, but it's just I can't now. It's just part of part of it. Shit. Brilliant. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much for coming out. Before you go, please come and help yourself to any of this food, actually. Take care. Thank you for coming. Could you all clap now? (laughs) (laughs) Say scrumdiddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Huge thanks to the amazing Rachel Is It Single Fairburn, Claire, yeah, fuck you, Hollywood Goodwin, and Shirley, there was a pigeon, Houston. They are all on social media. I implore you to follow them. Check out Shirley's excellent bee vocal choir. That's bee like the animal. That's Manchester's mental health choir, which sounds properly amazing. And if you like laughing and serial killers, trust me, even if you don't think you do, you actually do, then you have to listen to Rachel Fairburn and Kiri Pritchard McLean's excellent podcast, All Killer No Filler. It's going great guns. I'm sure they don't need your help. I'm sure you already listen. But if you don't, try it. For tickets to the next Hoovering Live shows in London in January, go to unrestrictedview.co.uk forward slash the hyphen hoovering hyphen podcast hyphen live. And also come and see my new stand up. I'll be alongside loads of truly awesome comedians in London too. Between now and mid December, there are still four dates. Go to wegottickets.com, then search for Honers Club, H O N E R S Club. Please tell everyone you can about the podcast. I don't know. Next time you're in an eggy conversation at work with someone who, I don't know, is not easy to talk to, just start talking about my podcast.
I'm not, I don't know how to be on this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out ways of helping you help me <laughs> grow this podcast. But, you know, I've just tell every, can you just tell every bastard about the podcast? Thanks. And join me on social media. It's at the Hoovering Pod. Rate, review and subscribe. Give it five stars and follow me too. I am at Jessica Foster Q. You can tweet me or you can tell me longer things because you can email me through my website, jessicafosterq.com. And, um, yeah, if you are one of my patrons, I love you. If you're not and you'd like to be, um, go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you can swap money for prizes. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.